Welcome to the Experts Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes of what it really means to be in the media. Featuring interviews with media stable experts and some of Australia's prominent media. We'll break down some of the myths, the fears, the skills and the knowledge needed to succeed in the media. The Experts Podcast is for the business owner, communicator, PR professional, leader of industry or anyone looking to develop their profile to be a recognised expert. The Experts Podcast is powered by Media Stable. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of The Experts Podcast. Nick Hayes here with you. Carmen Braidwood is probably sitting out in the lobby somewhere. She's coming out of a meet. She's not far away, but she will be joining us very shortly. Now, there's been a little bit of a phenomenon that's been running around in media over the year 2023. Uh, It's been an interesting one in that uh, a kind of story that's getting out there, buying Australian, owning Australian, supporting Australian-owned companies, not just Australian-made. And uh, it has been driven by a fella in South Australia. His name is Michael Duragon. He's from Bring Back Australia. Welcome to the show, Michael. Hello, glad to be here. Good to have you here. You've been doing media all over the country, Michael. Uh, yeah, I've got, I've got a media here. bloke keeping me busy. <laughs> <laughs> he is keeping you busy, but he's also got, he can only keep you as busy as the content that is out there that is being provided. And uh, it's, it's amazing the kind of coverage and media that you've been getting. Now, it all started back in a little event called Meet the Media. And um, yeah. we caught up and uh, and you told me all about Bring Back Australia. Tell us a bit about it. Well, yeah, we met at uh, Meet the Media Adelaide back in March and uh, it was quite a good thing. Uh, met a few local media, mainly Adelaide-based. Uh, Bring Back Australia, what is that? We're a platform to support Australian-owned business. It's time that uh, we stop that focus on Australian-made, uh, you know, the the country's been that focused on Australian made since Bob Hawke launched the Australian made campaign back in 1986. And we've been looking at that and foreign companies are coming in behind and from the side and picking us off and we don't own much anymore. And it's time to make people aware of that. So, you know, if they're aware, they can hopefully care. If they care, they can act and we're here to show them how to do it. So where did this start for you? Where's the passion? Where did you, where's the drive come from? Uh, well, it started, I I was doing something else, actually, and uh, when COVID hit, everybody's posting on their socials how, you know, basically demonstrating how patriotic they are. They were, everybody, I think, had the right intention to do what they thought, but most people didn't know, you know, what was actually owned, still don't, you know, most people don't know who's behind the brands they buy, and I was looking at all the socials and, you know, nine out of ten things in that photo are foreign-owned. And it's questionable whether they're paying tax here and actually supporting us. So, are you, you know, are they, is the public actually, you know, even though the intention is there, are they actually supporting Australia directly or indirectly? And uh, I've got some experience in products and sorting out products previously. And I just sat there one night and thought, probably a solution for this, and thought of the solution and started the journey. And uh, it's been a couple of years, but uh, we've, We've got a nice little app now for consumers. We've got a platform we're about to launch to suppliers to teach Australian companies, Australian-owned companies, how to share their product properly, how to get 
their products onto a platform, not only our platform, but to the supermarkets to make themselves known to these these players in the industry to try and get their products on the shelf to give Australians more options for Australian-owned products. Now, let's nip this straight in the bud because when we when I first heard this story of, of yours and and I think naturally a lot of people then come along and say, well, you know, you're just being you're just being xenophobic. You're just trying to run the Australian flag. It's we live in a global community. Uh, shouldn't everyone get a chance and an opportunity to to put their cases forward to present themselves to uh, a, a market, a free market? What's your what's your response to that, Michael? They've still got the opportunity. Uh, I mean, at the back of the you know, the backstory is we we may be a global market, but a lot of these companies take their money global. They don't leave it here. They don't pay the taxes they should. Uh, you know, we've we've got supporting evidence with the. You know, most people don't know the tax transparency code and all the boring stuff about tax. But yeah, it's you know, Australian companies don't have mechanisms to offshore cash, offshore profits. You know, not pay the taxes they should. So there's reasons for doing it. We still. You know, if companies do the right thing, we're happy to have them here, but they've got to be accountable to, you know, you know, we can't just be here as a cash cow for the rest of the country or the rest of the world to say, well, the Australians are silly enough not to pay attention to what we're doing. We've got to, yeah, we'll, we'll take advantage of it. I, 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 I don't want to swear, but there's a that scene in uh, Casino with Joe Pesci where he says, you know, we're out here robbing the place, you know, and that's what I see foreign companies. They come here. And they're playing that line, you know. What are you doing? Well, you know, that, that's that's Joe Pesci is the what we've got to see these foreign companies as. Their, you know, their objective is to look after themselves. They're they're not here doing business out of the goodness of their heart. You know, there's companies that don't pay any tax here, haven't for years. You know, and we've got to yeah. say, are you a business or a skim operation? And we've got to be mindful of that. We've got to be awake to it, and not just be asleep at the wheel watching cash and wondering why we got, you know ramping of hospitals and all the things. Yeah, I get it, Michael. And uh, and it's I love the education that you bring. And Carmen Braidwood, um, great to have you in the podcast uh, a little late. But you know what? <laughs> when Carmen gets here, we know that uh, we're in for a good one. But comes, you know, it is about education. We know that mm. it's about for a lot of businesses and for a lot of experts that have a mission or a goal out there, it's about educating in the media. And if you can do that part well, if you can tell your story well in the media, then what Michael's trying to do is just inform people, hey, you can mm. buy Australian, you can buy foreign, but it just yeah. empowers the consumer to know, hey, I am supporting Australian-made produce, Australian and owned produce. Yeah, Michael, yeah, our, what our I can hear from the not- way you do it, it's so good. You know, you're speaking the language of yeah, well, the audience members of each of those media that you're getting attention on, and that wins their hearts and minds, doesn't it? Yes, I have been told my delivery is pretty easy to understand, and I don't have a filter of some sort on things. I will say what I'm thinking. I think there's too many people nowadays think, you know, or say what they think people want to hear or what they should say. I mm. speak what I think is, you know, fair, reasonable. And like I say, with our app is educational. It's not a slap on the wrist. We're not telling you, you know, we don't sell stuff. We're unbiased. We just want to give you the information. 
We want you to make the decision, but we want you to make the decision on what you put in your trolley based on actual facts, not what you think. And I think that sort of approach where you get criticised like that is is actually more a reflection on that person than it is necessarily on you. I think that there is a, a tendency there for people to go, you know what, I, I, it's foreign, that's foreign to me, I don't want to know about that. Uh, let's just forget about it because, you know what, I, I might want to buy my mandarins at 20 cents cheaper over that of the Australian one, and it just helps me feel that I'm 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 just getting what I need and paying a little less for it. But the education element side of it, because I think most consumers at the end of the day they want to support their own company, their own Australians, yeah. the company, the people that were within Australia, because they know that those taxes, they know that they're under the same regime that they are paying thirty cents in the dollar. Mm. Um, to tax the tax system, whereas the foreign-owned companies tend to seem to get away with that. And, 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 and quite bewilderingly, how do they do it, Michael? Because it's such a slap in our faces. They work and sell their products in our country, yet mm. don't support like every other business has to um, pay their way. Well, they, they get away with it because the general population, you know, of Australia is a bit lackadaisical when it comes to you know, actually paying attention to this and holding to account. We know it happens, but there's no one making a noise about it. So our bureaucracy, our politicians, I've said this on a couple of the, you know, the, the media things I've done, the bureaucracy and politicians are not proactive. I've yet to see a proactive bureaucracy. I've yet to see a proactive politician. If you're not making a noise, they don't see an issue and it will stay this way. So our whole platform is designed to raise awareness. And once people are aware, they can care. Once they care, they can act. And we can show them the little things they can do. You know, whether that starts at a cup, you know, putting a couple of different products in your trolley, taking your feet shopping at a better store that's got more products that are Australian owned and a better selection. The bigger players, they aren't really, you know, they're, they're beholden to shareholders. So they're not sitting there making the decisions of what they put on their shelves based on what's good for the country. They're looking as well what's good for their shareholders. So as Australians, we have to shop where the actual retailer, the, the people behind the, you know, put it, what goes on the shelf and making the decisions are more likely to put Australian products or will react. If you ask for it, they'll put it on the shelf. The bigger ones will go, you'll buy what we tell you. Yeah, okay. And so what you're kind of getting at there too, I Simple suppose, Michael, is that they're not going to react necessarily. You're mobilising the troops, the, the the people, the real people, mums and dads yeah. in the shops and what they're deciding to buy. I mean, maybe it'll be a sign that you've, you've really activated a lot of people en masse and you've made an impact when some of those bigger companies start to go, who's this bloke? Have you ruffled any feathers mm. yet? Not yet, but mm, uh, I'm hoping that'll come. Yeah, <laughs> I'm hoping that'll it'll be come a compliment. At, at the moment, at the moment, the Australian, you know, the the retail grocery uh, segments are 140 odd billion dollars a year industry. If you move one percent of that to independents and the people that support, they'll notice. That's you know, what's that? Mm. Uh, that's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, one percent. Yeah, that's $1.4 billion that will go out of their, their coffers. And 
as their shareholders know, they really watch the dollars of what's coming in. And if, if we start to impact that, you know, and as we, I, I mean the Australian community, we're, all we're doing is providing the tool. I can't spend that much money at independence. I'm looking for, mm. you know, the millions of Australians to, you know, make that move. You know, and once that happens, you know, that'll make the difference. People think, you know, what you hear a lot of times is, People saying that the government should do something about this. The government should do. The government doesn't do this. The government will just do what you tell them to do by making a noise. And the only way you'll impact, you know, what goes on the shelves is by moving shop. You know, move to a different shop, support a different shop, and get the bigger players to notice. You know, where they're not going to put it on. You know, the, the things people through COVID, everybody wanted an Isle of Australia and this and an Isle. You know, it's not going to happen. It's not practical in a store sense. The only thing you can do is take yourself to another shop. Yeah, no, it's it's that's great advice, and I think as far as making a noise goes, and you've you've been pretty good at this. You're not a guy that just sits <laughs> down and uh, and is going to go quietly into the night. Uh, never never very... been a wallflower. Never been a wallflower. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 big stuff though, and I, I recall when. We, we did a little mini-meet the media in Sydney and we had uh, James Willis, producer for 2GB, Ben Fordham, and Josh Del Pozo, who was, is the producer for uh, the Today Show. Both Channel 9-owned uh, uh, networks. And uh, when you pitch that story and the idea around that, the concept of your app, the Bring Back Australia app, also to just the, uh, I think, the awareness of who's paying taxes and who's not, but the fact that we actually don't know what is Australian-owned and made today because there are campaigns out there. I won't name them because it could get us into some legal issues, but um, we do find it difficult to work out because we there is a perception that there's a milk product that says it's come, it's a South Australian-owned company yeah. and it's like you feel like you're buying into that milk. <laughs> but when you dive a little deeper, you find out it's a French-owned milk company where all the money is heading over to and all the taxes, et cetera. They might employ oh, a few people. But... They're, they're, they're very generous. For every $100 we give them, they they send 48 cents to Canberra for us. You know, We give them a, a watermelon and they give us a little bit of change. and We're meant to be happy mm -hmm. with that. It's amazing, yeah. isn't it, the money, the difference. But I guess... That is the, the kind of media that uh, those two producers saw and what those ideas that you presented in front of them. Just walk us through that, Michael, because that was an amazing day for you uh, to appear both on two of the biggest programs, 2GB Ben Fordham, and then raced off to the Today Show to do uh, to do today. Yeah, that was uh, – I had both of them at the uh, Meet the Media event, just introduced, showed them the app, had a bit of a run-through what the story was in the background, and they were both keen to one-up each other to make sure they got the story. Uh, ended up <laughs> that we did quite well, and we, we, we worked it out between them. But, uh, you know, it ended up we, we were scheduled to see uh, Ben Fordham at 6.10 in the morning. So I was up early, and uh, I didn't sleep for some reason, and uh, <laughs> I was up anyway ironing my shirt. And as, as you know, through the training is what you've uh, – Educators, the media is a, a live beast and it can change. I was up, had a shower, came out on my shirt. Yeah, it was four thirty and five o'clock. They found that submarine, and I thought, how's this going to impact my 
<laughs> things. So I thought, well, Nick's told me it could change. So I got in the cab and we went over, checked in, and it was chaotic. And uh, to Ben's credit, it was great. They uh, they were busy. They had a new story to put together in, in time and I was more than mindful that I may get bumped and lose the opportunity. But they made sure I got a few minutes. It probably was a little bit shorter than what I may have got, but the coverage was yep. still good. The message was good. They got, you know, the feedback from them was that they, I think, you know, what they have, 30 or 60 calls in and emails and all sorts. You know. That's so great. It, it mm. was a story that resonated with their audience quite well. We had the Good Food and Wine show that weekend and the amount of people that come in, I was overwhelmed by how many people, you know, I kept asking, what are you doing up at 6.10 listening to the radio? And uh, <laughs> I gather there's a bigger travel time in Sydney or something, but the amount mm. of people that heard heard that message and saw us at the show and, you know, were quite, you know, quite, you know, they, lo- they love the, the Ben Fordham show. We finished there. We ducked around to the Channel 9 studios and had a, yeah, and again, they were a little bit busy with the, the news story, but not as it had been a couple of hours since then. But we still got a good, good run with the uh, Today Show, showcased a couple of products. You know, they, you know, put our app in good light. People, you know, the response that we got from the public through that bit of coverage was excellent. Uh, I think we ended up over that weekend with twenty, well over twenty thousand downloads on our app, which was just amazing. From the little bit of coverage, uh, you know, we did the day. The media company I used was pretty good. They had me cranked up for 6 o'clock in the morning with 2GB, 8 o'clock with uh, the Today Show, 9.30 with Neil Mitchell out of 3AW, Matthew Pantelis at uh, 10.30 in the morning out of South Australia, later that afternoon with 6PR with Oliver Peterson, uh, and then... The Sunday morning with four uh, BC, so the coverage over that weekend was spectacular. You went national. Everybody wanted to jump mm. on. Everybody wanted to jump on it. Was that yeah? And all we're offering is a solution. We weren't. Yeah, you know, we're not selling anything. We're not. We're not a big budget thing. We're, yeah. You know, but to get the coverage we got was amazing. Now, Michael and, and Carms, you, you've, you've been listening to Michael for a little bit, and you saw him at Meet the Media. You, mm. you can gather that Michael sort of. He's got his own little persona going, really, hasn't he? He's, he's very relaxed. He, he even described himself as someone that's, you know, he explains it fairly easily. Mm. Um, that works really well with an audience, doesn't it? And, I, and I've got it. And I've got a little text that I got from Oliver Peterson yesterday, and I asked. He, he this was an un, unsolicited uh, text from him, Michael. You just appeared on the program uh, uh, last night. And he goes, he sends me a text without anything saying, how good is Michael? Absolute gun. Uh, that's from Oliver Peterson who mm. just just sent yeah. me that little note. But that kind of, um, I'll say, use of language, vernacular, simple to use. You know, we try and train that t- with people uh, in media training to just use simple language and just get yourself understood at the other end because, it, it, yeah. It's a certain talent to do that, but Michael does that on his own, doesn't he, Carms? Is it in? It's just born I, natural I, I born talent, or do you learn I it? Just... <laughs> yeah. No, I, I know a lot of big words. I just don't use them when they're not necessary. Mm. I think just trying to explain. I think it's a it's a complicated thing, you know. And we don't need to make it complicated. You've got a 
get your message across and keep it simple. And, uh, you know, I've dealt with a lot of people through my life. I grew up in a hardware store, you know, with people from all sorts of languages, accents, you know, and you just learn to speak directly and succinctly. I can waffle on as well, but uh, I try not to. <laughs> it's a natural talent, isn't it, Carms? Because if you can yeah. do that and if you can get that from any expert and commentator, mm. you're winning. It's a very, very highly sought after thing, Michael, as I'm sure you found. That ricochet effect where you get the one appearance and then, then next comes another. The strength of the story alone can do that. But when you start getting the phone ringing from around the country, that is the talent that has caused that to happen. And what yeah. you are looking at becoming now, if you're not already, is this media asset, as Nick likes to call it. You're going to get those regular phone calls because we talk, announcers on radio stations and people who produce shows they go oh we need we need a person who can drum up a bit of a bit of uh, national pride and uh it's <laughs> coming up to australia day what's another angle we can do on this and you know what if we all mobilized and only bought australian-owned products and what is an australian-owned product who's that guy like that's the conversation that you are triggering <laughs> amongst producers of television and radio shows right around Australia and that's that's a credit to your ability I will always say it's not just natural born you just pointed out that you went through a life experience working that hardware store that taught you how to speak plainly so it is a learnable thing but the people who are good at it like yourself make it look very very easy so there was some work done there behind the scenes it just didn't happen yesterday yeah I Work in progress, still work, still work in progress. I'm, uh, <laughs> Nick will tell you. I'm trying to. No. What is it? What's my tell? Nick tells me. I always say, you know, you know, you know. So I'm trying to cut that out. <laughs> so again, I, you've got to surround yourself by people who know what they're doing, and I get honest feedback from Nick when I do a presentation, and I ask for that honest feedback, and everybody that that does this should, you know, not just do the thing, go back, get the recording, have a listen, what you sound like, have a listen to how you look at how you present. You know, I, I, I'm always in the thing, uh, is my hair right? You know, if I'm on, doing a Zoom call, you've got to make sure that you present properly. Uh, but, yeah, don't make it look rehearsed. Don't make it sound, you know, don't use words that you don't know properly. You know, don't use words that others don't know. Don't, you know, they're not mm. tuning in to have an English lesson or, you know, or study. You know, just tell them what they need to know in a language that can work with them. Oh, I love that. I love that because it's 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 keep it simple, stupid, but also to um, respect the audience at the other end. Uh, mm. it, it it is about them and make it simple. And Michael, you are dealing with some very complicated issues because I know how intelligent you are. The fact that you do work with the kind of numbers. <laughs> now, well, I, I know this, Michael, because it, it scares the hell out of me when you talk <laughs> those kind of numbers with the two and a half thousand mm. uh, overseas companies. The amount of companies that are actually actually uh, delivering on uh, the, their taxation requirements and those that are actually offloading or at least uh, minimising to a point where it's actually become unfair, that mm. you, you, you do work with a lot of numbers and a lot of complicated issues because if it was simple this, if it was simple, the, the governments would just switch a button and flick a switch and say, right, are you like, you're paying this, but they don't do it. And, and it's a fight that you've got on here, isn't it? Because you really are fighting for a fairer taxation system. Yeah, well, that's the main thing. You know, and at the moment, it's not me fighting. I've just got to – I'm only here to make everyone else aware. I want everyone else to join the fight. 
and that's all it is. And I, I need the the media coverage is good because it gets that awareness out. But uh, yeah, we've got to keep yeah trying to get that message and raise that awareness, raise the care level. Yeah, people just you know have to know that they can can make a difference. And if we get a lot of us together and we start making a noise, then the taxation thing will bubble to the top and it'll become an agenda item in Parliament. It'll become a gender, an agenda item at the tax office and things will have to change. If we just keep sitting on our hands and pretend it's not a problem, it'll stay the same. It certainly will. Now, listen, I need to ask you a question straight up. Which do you prefer, radio or television? Got a head for radio, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I like both. I enjoy uh, I enjoyed the Today experience. Uh, I enjoyed the Current Affair experience. It was brilliant. Uh, Steve Marshall. Uh, you know that that was actually one of the opportunities that came uh, when we did the Today Show. A friend of mine was uh, new Steve, so we had a quick chat, planted a seed with with. Uh, Steve, as to the tax transparency stuff, which was bubbling to the top, you know, from what we found out while we were doing our research and my analysis of grabbing that data that the tax office almost try and hide, putting that into a format and analysing it and realising there's a real problem there. And, yeah, you know, that, that seed was planted and then Steve reached out. The tax transparency stuff is coming out next week from the tax mm-hmm. office. So we got in the week before with this story. There should be opportunities in the next week or so when all that comes out to run a few more stories, get a bit more coverage. And we've got to, you know, we've got to, yeah, I don't want to use the term, but we've got to milk it for everything we can to get that awareness out there and be ready to hijack a couple of news stories when they come out. So well we've got an angle on this. How do we get, you know, onto your Mm. store you know, onto, you know, T V, on radio, in the press. Yeah. Be, be that expert of someone who knows what they're talking about in this space. Yeah. It comes, it is a challenge, isn't it, when it's a cost of living crisis going on mm. and, you know, buying Australian-owned and made products tends to be a little bit more expensive. But uh, I'd argue that the little effort you actually spend on an Australian-made and owned product ends up coming back to you yeah. As opposed to going offshore. And, and that's a, it's an education message, isn't it, Carms? At the end of the day, mm-hmm. what Michael is actually really doing is just informing people you can make better decisions. Yeah, and some wonderful, you know, another great example. We've had a couple of these on the on the podcast recently, you know, of a case study. If you're also behind a movement, you know, if you've got something that you're really passionate about and you care about and you need to affect change, that is going to get the attention of the media. Your product isn't, right? So, you know, if it was a, if you were just going, hey, there's a new app, that's not the story. The yeah. story is no. that these big overseas companies aren't paying tax and that's what's so, if we want to analyse why Mike has done really well in the media recently, it's because of that. It's a story that we can all get behind, we can all relate to. Uh, it's one of the certainties in life, it's tax, right? So if it's about death, taxes, mm. we're going to hear about it and we want to talk about it, you know, it'll happen to all of us. Well, it's not a certainty if you're a foreign company, it's an option. <laughs> yeah. And so it's a certainty for us. Damn straight, Mike. It's a certainty for 
Absolutely, and that is it's so true. It's the com- that's exactly it. It's mm. death that's, and taxes that's are certainly for all us Australians, as mm. opposed for the overseas companies. Uh, taxation is optional, apparently. Yes, um, Michael, we, we we are coming to a close on this, and um, I've I've thoroughly loved what you've done, and I, I think that what I do enjoy the most about it is the also the connection that you have with the presenters. <laughs> and the media that you do engage. So I just talked about Oliver Peterson sending a text in to say what a gun you are, but I do know for a fact that you've got a good relationship with Matthew Pantelis at 5AA. I know for a fact yeah. that if you wanted to get onto James Willis at 2GB and to get onto Ben Fordham, that you could drop him a line. Um, same goes to Josh Del Pozo at the Today. But you do have that ability, and I think you kind of understand it is a relationship build and that, this media that you are doing and, and the media that you're generating is a stepping stone to some of the goals that you've got because I know that you know that uh, if you do raise awareness, people are going to have to start listening at some point. I guess at some point it is, it's just where that point is. Have you got a yeah. goal? Have you got an idea of where you're actually going to get some breakthrough? Uh, well, we're... Like I said, we're uh, we're ready to start onboarding our suppliers, and as part of that, you know, we've got to engage with the suppliers to use their socials and introduce. You know, so we're we're looking for a critical mass of both the suppliers going. We we need bring back Australia, so we need you to know who we are. We need you to look for our products. You know, we've got the tool to do it. We've got the platforms to help get their products known. You know, the Australian companies, we've got to help them understand the, you know, what's actually behind their barcode. They don't, a lot of companies just grab the barcode, stick them on their products and go, that's it. There's more to it. So we also want to be a catalyst in upskilling the Australian suppliers, the Australian-owned suppliers as to getting their information out there, getting known. Yep. And, you know, we'll, we'll be introducing a whole lot of other things along the way. We'll be, we've got a new uh, website that will be launching soon to give people an easy way to look up companies and see what tax they pay. You know, when we when the time's right, we've got the stuff sorted out. We'll also be introducing another little indicator in the app, so you'll be able to just scan a product and see. You know, the, all right, they're they're French and they only pay you know minuscule amount of tax or no tax. You know, again, and you've got to be aware of that. And, and out of principle look for another product. And as I said, our app's not to tell people off. It's to let people be aware of what it is and they can do what they can do. Some people have, you know, there's, you know, we keep hearing the cost of living and people have to shop with, their, what, you know, with what they can do. You know, we yep. just want people to do what they can. It's not, it's not a rule that you've got to. You've just got to be aware and make the decisions that suit you. A little bit of education, a little mm. bit of education, a little bit of information can be very, very powerful, Carmen. And, uh, you know, I, I think a, an informed public and an informed consumer can can actually vote with their spend and start changing the way that uh, a, a companies are dealing and treating our, our system because every money that all the money that goes offshore doesn't go into our education systems doesn't go into our health systems hmm. and uh, and that's a missing out that's we're missing out on billions and uh, and we're being robbed as uh, as Joe Pesci said we're just here to <laughs> rob the place that's unbelievable it. and that's what it is and we've 
We've got to be awake to that and we've got to react mm. accordingly. As you say, the money goes offshore, it's never coming back. Michael Jurigon, how do people get in contact with you? And quickly tell us, how do we get onto this app? Uh, well, the app's easy. If you go to the app stores, just search for Bring Back Australia. It'll pop up. It'll be the first or second. Download it. Start scanning. Just go to your fridge, go to your bathroom, your laundry. Scan the barcode. See what's in your house now. See where your money's going. See what options are available. Uh how to get hold of me, ring Media Stable. They've got all my details. <laughs> there, you, there you're going to cause us trouble. Mm-hmm. That's going to get us in trouble. No, you, you, you ring Michael Direct, bring back Australia, because I'm, I'm not his personal um, answering <laughs> service. But Our, uh, our phone ring, number ring. is 1300-1-AUS, 663-287. Yeah, and you're doing the modern Michael, media thank you for joining well. us on the experts. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, it's all there. You've got to notice with interest you've amplified your interviews. They're sitting on the website. I would like to see you on TikTok, though, if you're not already. I reckon this uh, lackadaisical waxing lyrical could go quite well there. When we we got 10 (laughs) or 20,000, I'll do a dance on TikTok for everyone. All right, there you go. (laughs) All right. Bring it on. dancing. (laughs) But you know what? You know, you've probably nailed it, Carms, because Michael's uh, Michael's actual message would, would go very well with the younger audience as well. I think they're just as keen. Um, they're pa- they're patriotic about their, well, they're passionate about their their environment, but they're also passionate about their country and mm. uh, and and what's around them. And it's fantastic to see. Well, that's another think- great one, Calms. Thanks for coming mm-hmm. in a little late and uh, <laughs> letting me do all the the, the opening honours. But I tell you what, awesome. when Calms gets in, we know it. <laughs> quality, not yeah, quality. What an impact. From <laughs> that's right. That's it. That's all. It's well all about. Thank you, and well thank you to the listeners. Thank you mm. for tuning in to uh, to the Experts Podcast. We we love having uh, being in your ears each week, and uh, we look forward to having your company when we speak to another media and another expert next week. Tada! Bye. You've been listening to the Experts Podcast, powered by Media Stable. If you'd like to get in contact with the team, head to mediastable.com.au. dot